Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to Morning Worship, the first Sunday of the new year. As always, an extra special welcome to members of our family and friends joining us from all across the country and all around the world. As well as our Minister Katrina, today we'll hear the voices of Ken and Barbara, Neil Kay, Lena, Dr Beth, Stuart and Pirio. And as we sing along with recordings of ourselves, we'll hear Paul on keyboard, as well as Ailey and Yang Yang. In a minute, Freya and Sarah will be lighting our candle and we're all invited to light a candle of our own at the same time. Also, as we'll be sharing communion later in the service, uh, please make sure you've got something ready to eat and drink when we come to that point in the service. Then just a wee reminder that there is no evening service today. Evening services begin again next Sunday. Uh, two bits of family news. Um, two lots of Christmas greetings uh, to report to you that have come in over the Christmas season. The first is from Bayar and his family. He says, please accept my warm Christmas greetings and transmit it to all members of Hillhead Baptist Church, wishing you all the best <coughs> and health in coming 2021. And then <coughs> from Lily Fraser, excuse me. <coughs> um, <coughs> as Lily did last year, she has bought a solar lamp uh, on our behalf. And this is a lamp which uses uh, the rays of the sun to provide light and heat for families in the developing world. And she says this, to the members of Hillhead Baptist Church, knowing that you'll be glad to be able to help people get light and heat to folks in a developing country. I wish everyone at Hillhead a meaningful Christmas and a better and happy new year with love and God's blessing, Lily. And then next Sunday, at 11am, Katrina will lead morning worship on the theme of rainbow and stars. And in the evening at 7pm, the Reverend Roger Sturrock will lead evening worship. Now it's over to Freya and Sarah to light our candle. As we gather for worship, let us join together to become the body of Christ. Christ is the light that lights our way. May we glimpse Christ's light today.
So a happy new year to everybody. I have spoken to some of you already, but many I haven't. And we do pray God's blessing on each other at this turn of the year. And so let's come to God in prayer, shall we? Let's pray. Holy God, whose days have neither beginning nor ending, we thank you for the gift of this new year. As we think back over the year now past, we thank you for all that has been good, life-giving and rewarding. For the moments we felt truly alive, for the experiences that affirmed our humanity, for the new things we discovered. for the people we connected with, both in person and online. As we think back over the year now past, we release to you all that has not been good, life-giving or rewarding. The moments when we or others felt overwhelmed undervalued or even oppressed. The experiences that disappointed us or denied our true humanity. The negative ideas that damaged us. The regrets and losses, whatever their form, whether others might deem them significant or small. At the start of this new year, we pray hopefully and boldly that in the days to come we will live life in all its fullness. Celebrate and affirm all humanity in its glorious diversity. Participate with humility in healing the creation of which we are part. Discover new truths and ideas that bring life, hope and joy, and so grow ever more like the one we seek to follow and in whose name we pray, Jesus Christ, our Saviour, Brother and Companion. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever.
there is one word which has kept recurring for me over the last months, it's the word hope. And back in the autumn, when the worship group met together to start thinking about the shape of our services for the start of a new year, that same word kept popping up. It had been a significant word for all of us in, in different ways. And we started to reflect on what we had valued looking back over our online worship. What had been the unexpected blessings, the signs of hope, the the signs of newness, the signs of, of God active within us, among us. And one of the key things that we had all really cherished was hearing different voices, not just me doing a sermon or, or even a reflection, but actually that all of us have a story to tell. All of us are part of this community. And as Baptists have always believed, God can speak and does speak through any one of us and every one of us. So it's great that this morning we're going to be hearing three different voices. And then in the rest of January, um, it's back to me to try to explore hope from a number of different angles. But today, let's listen to these three friends who have very kindly and graciously agreed to share some of their thoughts on what hope might look like at the start of 2021. And in between each voice, we will have an opportunity to listen to or to sing along with a Taze chant. Thank you. Over to you, Neil. When I think of lockdown, I think of a prison cell, and I'm reminded of the well-known story of two men during the night who looked through the window of the prison cell. One man saw the stars shining in their brightness. The other man looked out the window and he saw prison bars. It's really a matter of focus. And as the minutes of this new year flow into the great unknown, which lies ahead, which shall we focus our attention on, the stars or the bars? In the Bible, the word hope is sandwiched between faith and love. And sometimes it tends to be ignored by the prominence of the other two. Hope is not the same thing as blind optimism. Hope is well aware of difficulties that lie ahead, but hope chooses to focus on the stars and not the bars. Worry achieves nothing. Have you ever heard anyone say, I just don't know how I could possibly have got through the past couple of weeks had I not spent a good deal of time worrying about it? One strange thing about hope is that it appears in very difficult times. At the toughest time of World War II, a politician called Beveridge wrote out a plan for a future NHS. And shortly after the war, the country put it into practice at a time when it simply could not afford to create the NHS, but it did. Hope comes out very often in difficult times. Many of you will have discovered a good friend at a time when your life was simply falling apart, but that person was there for you as a sign of hope and good lifelong friendships developed. As we look forward to the hope of the new vaccine, with the medical side of it, I believe there is hope that countries will simply have to cooperate to get the vaccine 
into other countries, countries that were previously at war with each other or didn't like each other will somehow have to cooperate. The past year has shown us less pollution and the natural world beginning to recover. And there is a general feeling that if our lives were simple, then all creatures great and small might simply be able to live. On the political scene, we have seen hope in far more people taking the bother to actually go out and vote. And with that, the rejection of racism to some extent and selfishness. Here is something that is totally useless on its own. It is a single scissor. It represents hope. Here is something on its own does not achieve much, another scissor. But when hope and faith are bolted together firmly with the nut and bolt of love, we have something that in the hands of God can achieve great things. We look forward with faith, hope and love in 2021. Amen. language, Lithuanian, has a saying about hope. As far as I know, it doesn't exist in English, but perhaps some of you have heard it. And it's not a lovely saying, I should warn. Rather, it goes like this. Hope is the mother of the fools. In other words, be careful with your hopes and dreams. Just look how many people are fooling themselves with their hopes, which will never come true. And maybe rec we recognize ourselves in that saying, our own ending up feeling ashamed and embarrassed about what we had hoped for and what did not come to pass. Surely we've seen it in others who have been burned by their hopes and have vowed never to be in that position again. Hope is the mother of the fools. I don't know about you, but this saying got me thinking about the kingdom of God and how essential hope seems to be for the way of Jesus. Whenever we observe a mustard seed, whenever we see crucifixion and no resurrection in sight, whenever we find ourselves in the darkness of our own confusion and despair, 
hope might be all that is left. And perhaps that that does make us, makes me, a fool in the eyes of many. Because hope does not come with any guarantees, except with almost a guarantee of a heartache at some point or other. Because that is what happens when we open up our hearts to hope. So I may hope for a better, easier 2021. And the vaccine and the changes on the other side of the Atlantic certainly have been really encouraging. But still, nothing's guaranteed. Who knows what's awaiting us all this coming, this year. And in that sense, perhaps that saying has a grain of truth to it. There are no quick fixes. Indeed, a lot depends on what is being hoped for, doesn't it? And maybe that is what my Lithuanian saying is picking up on. False hopes will be smashed. Or as Neil was saying, blind optimism can be easily crushed. Pie in the sky won't materialize. Where our hopes come from is really important. Who we are will determine what we hope for and who we are will have a lot to do with our faith. Not necessarily our declared faith, but our real deepest loyalties for whatever we're willing to spend our time and money and passion. So one of my hopes for 2021 is continuing to learn to hope for the right things, for signs of love and faithfulness and transformation. Only that kind of hope won't disappoint. And what's more, that kind of hope can be grown, tended for, like a small plant. It can be developed, strengthened, like a muscle. And then things start to change because we begin increasingly seeing things in the long perspective and at the same time notice hope in the minutest details of the day. Hoping in a way that changes our attitude and precludes us from quenching that still smoldering wick or breaking a crushed reed. Paying attention to the details and also holding on that big story that is bigger than my life, our life. Life that goes all the way from eternity to eternity. And that is my wish for all of us, each one of us, in this year 2021.
first response to being asked to talk about my hopes for 2021 was actually thinking about how not hopeful I feel. The coronavirus numbers are going up and the impact of both coronavirus and lockdown hitting hardest for those who have the least in our society. Holly and I heard Barbara Brown Taylor speak earlier this year about hope as an action. And feeling hopeful is not the same as having hopes. And it's also not the same as living out hope as an action. So this year, I want to treat the hope for goodness and justice as an action to be lived out. So here are some of my hopes for 2021. For those who have grieved alone in 2020 to be comforted in person. For vaccines for everyone and for low-income countries to not be left behind. For those who got through this year pretty much okay to not forget those who enter 2021 with ongoing illness, job losses and bereavements. For the government to be responsive to voices calling for justice in a timely and proactive manner. For our country to fight to be more welcoming in the face of Brexit. For justice and goodness to prevail that we hold both the things we have learnt and the grief and the hurt from 2020 gently with respect for both ourselves and for those around us. That we would know and share God's grace, whatever 2021 brings. I'd like to share a blessing um, from Rabbi Daniel Rittenberg for this year. May this year be a year with more calm, May this be a year with more health. May this be a year with more love. May this be a year with more justice. May this be a year with more hope. May this be a year with more joy. first Bible reading this morning comes from the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 21 to 26. 
Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassion never fails. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. To the one who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Our second reading comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 22, starting from the first verse. Then he showed me the river of the water of life, sparkling like crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the city's street. On either side of the river stood a tree of life, which yields 12 crops of fruit, one for each month of the year. The leaves of the trees serve for the healing of the nations. Every accursed thing shall disappear. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants shall worship him. They shall see him face to face and bear his name on their foreheads. There shall be no more night, nor will they need the light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they shall reign forevermore. Then he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord God, who inspires the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must shortly happen. And remember, I am coming soon. Happy is the man who heeds the words of prophecy contained in this book. It is I, John, who heard and saw these things. Amen. won't surprise you that I don't want to add a lot to what we have already heard. I would, would like though to thank Neil and Lena and Beth for the way you have led us so thoughtfully and carefully in this incredibly complicated and important topic of hope. It's one of those weeks when I thought do I write something down or don't I write something down because actually there was this strong sense that my job was to listen. I would like to share with you one story 
from my own experience. And we're going back to the time of just after 9-11. And I was a student minister on placement in a church in Manchester. And we were due to be holding an infant blessing. And as the way it is when you're a student blessing, you, a student minister, sorry, you sit down with your experienced minister to, to talk about these things. And we got out the little Baptist book that had, that was used at the time, little red one called Patterns and Prayers for Christian Worships. And we looked at the suggested forms of words. Now, the minister I was working with had been part of the team that put that book together. And he, he, he asked me to read some words. And this is what they said. We shall promise in the presence of God to offer our support and friendship to this child and his stroke, her family. And to join with his stroke, her parent stroke S in sharing our faith in Jesus Christ. In the hope that he slash she may one day discover such a faith for himself stroke herself. And it was that little phrase in the hope that that he asked me to focus on. And he said, when Oxford University Press had been editing this collection of liturgies and prayers, they had said, you don't want that word hope, do you? I mean, that's just wishy-washy. Surely, they said, you should be using words like in the confidence that, in the assurance that, in the faith that. And they said, no. We mean hope. We mean the hope that Neil spoke of as that part of the scissors which with faith and love is able to achieve much. We mean that hope that Lena spoke of that is the mother of fools for there is no greater fool than God. And we mean the, the hope that Beth spoke of that is an action, that is a verb, that is something that we do. Back in Advent on Hope Sunday, we, we spoke about having the courage to hope because hope is demanding. And I think we have heard that in what these friends have shared with us this morning. So I don't really have anything else to add, but I do want to add my thanks to these friends. Throughout the centuries, many Christians have reflected on hope, have written poems and prayers and hymns. And in our hymns this morning, we reflect some of that diverse understanding of this complex thing, which is hope. Hope that is demanding, hope that is beautiful, hope that is fragile and hope that is strong. And so we will be going to sing again another hymn about that hope we have in Christ.
So we come now to that faithful God, the God of hopefulness, with our prayers. Let's pray together. God, who appointed times and seasons and gives us the rhythms of the year, on this first Sunday of a new year, so many of our inclinations are to reflect this newness and anticipation, new or renewed hope, and yet at the same time, any optimism we do have is chastened by past experience. Internationally, nationally and locally, we do see signs of new or renewed hope. There are good news stories, even amidst the troubling daily round of data and disappointment. Help us in our prayers and in our lives to be those who seek, nurture and guard precious hope so that it will indeed find its fulfilment. We pray for the work of BMS World Mission, who in 2021 begin a new five-year strategy to bring hope with projects as diverse as Creation Care, development, education, advocacy, church planting and evangelism. Following a year when so much of their work was disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic, we pray for wisdom as they focus on the year ahead, still with much uncertainty. May their hope be active and may their hope be strong. We pray for the Baptist Union of Scotland, whose desire is for churches to be beacons of hope and to be light in their local communities. This week, the pre-accredited ministers meet online. And we pray that this will be a time of mutual support and encouragement for those in their early years of ministry. And also with a new year, we return to the start of the alphabet and we pray for local congregations in Abbey Hill Baptist Church, Aberdeen Christian Fellowship, Aberfeldy Community Church, 
Adelaide Place Baptist Church and Airdrie Baptist Church. As each of these congregations adjusts to new challenges, may they be assured of your sustaining and strengthening presence. May their hope be active and may their hope be strong. In our own church, we pray for those who serve as trustees and office holders, and especially for those who today will be reflecting how to take forward the role of treasurer. We pray for our charity trustees, for Anne, Katrina H, Emma, Holly, Lena, Addy and Graham E. Please bless them as they employ their gifts, their skills and their insights in the government of our church. And may their hope be active and strong. From our own prayer diary, we remember especially Adi, Moji, Esther and David, Elham and Ali, Benjamin and Bardia, Nasi, Sal, Nikan and Nikia, Lilius and her wider family, Marit and Tom, Alan, Edith and Tom, and Bethany. You loving God know each of these friends, their secret hopes and their private fears, the moments of joy and the inner struggles. Bless them with your gentle presence and your strong encouragement so that their hope may be active and their hope may be strong. In a week when news headlines are dominated by Brexit and COVID, it is all too easy for us to become insular, despondent or both. And so we pray that you might renew our strength our compassion, our energy, that we who place our hope in you might be active bringers of hope to those we meet and that we might continue to be people of peace, playing our part in healing your beautiful, battered world. All things, all these things we pray in the name of Christ the source and origin of our hope. Amen.
Jesus, who is the source of our hope, gave us this instruction. Do this to remember me. Break bread, symbol of my body. Drink wine, symbol of my blood. And remember me. Tell my story. Put me back together, not literally, but figuratively, for you are now my body. Your hands, your feet, your eyes, your ears, your hearts, your minds, your voices, your lives. My hope now lives in you. Do this. <clears throat> Remember me. Reenact the story in whatever way you can. For you are the body of Christ. The Apostle Paul recorded it like this. And with people through time and across this planet, we hear the words he wrote. The teaching I gave you is the same as I received from the Lord. On the night when the Lord Jesus was handed over to be killed, he took bread and he gave thanks for it. Then he divided the bread and said, this is my body, it's for you. Eat this to remember me. In the same way, after they ate, Jesus took the cup of wine. He said, this cup represents a new agreement from God, which begins with my blood sacrifice. When you drink this, do it to remember me. Because this means that every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are telling others about the Lord's death until he comes again. Let us pray. God of all creation, who brings forth grape and grain in their due seasons and who in Jesus Christ restores all things. We thank you for the food and drink that we have chosen this day and ask that as we partake of this remembrance, we may also experience new or renewed communion with one another and with you. Amen. So Jesus took the bread and he broke it and he invited his friends to share it and instructed them to remember him in the eating of bread. So let us eat and remember.
and Jesus took a cup of wine at the end of the meal, quite probably the cup known as the cup of blessing. And he shared it with his friends and said, this symbolizes the new covenant between God and all creation. Whenever you drink wine, remember me. And so we obey that instruction. We drink and we remember. Lord Jesus, we have remembered your story. We have remembered your body and we have fulfilled your command. May we who have shared in this memorial meal be refreshed and renewed in active, strong hope, faith and love. Amen.
at this new year, may God bless us with the courage to hope, the determination to love, the resilience to be joyful, and the assurance that this same God walks with us every step of the way, today and every day. Amen. <laughs>